So that's it, series one done. I have absolutely loved interviewing all my guests. I hope you've enjoyed it too. In this episode, we're going to review all the best bits. And as always, I hope that you learn something new. I hope that you try something new. But above all, I hope that you love life and that you remember to live well. In episode one, I spoke to Nicola Cook, author of A New You, the small things that make a big difference. When you sit back, you actually design who you want to be and the life you want to lead. It's super empowering. And the thing, the subtitle of the book is the small changes that make the biggest difference to your life. In episode two, I spoke to Beth Hewitt about journaling. And we discovered if it's possible to write your own future. I mean, I don't think the way that I do it is the only way to do it. I always say that we, we should always lean into what feels right for us, right? So somebody might want to do it in the morning. Some people might want to do it in the evening. Some people might want to do it at a certain point, a number of times a week, or some people might just want to do it once a week. In episode three, I spoke to Zach Ames on one of my favourite subjects, leadership. So tell me about the Expand Your Zone. What's the thinking behind it and the role you play in terms of leadership? So a couple of things, even as you were saying, finding those in-between moments, that was actually a lot of the premise for at least the name of it. I found a lot of people, right, would hit a big milestone birthday and decide to throw themselves out of a plane and think, oh, here's this big grand thing, or I'm doing something so wildly different from myself. Or I ran a marathon, I know other people who have done so, but a year later, you talk to them and they're facing a challenge and they don't take even the lessons learned from having done something big or they forget that that's part of who they are or who they can be. In episode four, I spoke to my good friend Fiona Pelham about grief. This one certainly wasn't what I expected. Grief is part of life. It's an expression of love and we can't have life without grief. So it's okay to still feel those emotions of happiness. And I I would say one of the things that grieving has given me is probably an extended range of emotions. I feel happiness more deeply and sadness more deeply than before. And I, I see that as a gift. In episode five, I spoke to Claire Elms all about habit stacking and the easy way to create better habits. I have 10 minutes of mindfulness or yoga or breath work or something once I've done the school drop. So I don't start work until half past nine. So I make sure that I get home at nine and then it gives me half an hour to do something productive for myself, set intentions and do that kind of lifestyle stuff that we talk about all the time and things like taking time to set intentions feels like a bit of a waste of time. In episode six, we have Lisa McHaig, all around digital decluttering. And so that's one way to handle it when you're working, if you really do need several at a time. If you have a lot of different roles in your life, like you might have different, if you use Google Chrome, different Chrome profiles. So I have one for my business as a service provider that kind of has all my favorite bookmarks and like the accounts logged in on that one. I have a separate one for personal, like if I'm just hopping on the computer to 
I don't know, do whatever. (laughs) It just has kind of like my favorite social media stuff up. I have one for a client that I work for that has, you know, all the tabs I need for that client and all those logins. In episode seven, back to one of my good friends again, Sally Blees, all about aromatherapy and the use of essential oils. But for me, the biggest, the most rewarding, let's say, is when people tell me that their quality of sleep has improved because I know how debilitating lack of sleep can be, how lack of sleep affects people in such negative ways, particularly when it's like a constant thing. I'm not talking about one night. I'm talking about the people that say, I don't sleep. I never sleep. I wake up in the morning tired. And I, and I think that probably if I was going to sum it up, there would be two. There would be digestion and sleep that we have the most success with. And it brings me so much joy when people phone me or text me a week after they, they're trying a product and they say to me, I have had the best week's sleep I've had in 30 years or 20 years or whatever. Or like a friend of mine that was taking a mixture of pills and Gaviscon and everything for tummy problems. And she started simply with peppermint essential oil. And she, I think, more or less doesn't have any of these. Episode 8, and I spoke to Holly Moore all about self-belief and our conversation around if anything really is possible. It started off originally before I set up Make Events um, because I'd got over a mental health issue and rewired my brain and was like, if I can do that, I can do anything. So I think that's what gave me the impetus to set up Make Events that maybe I wouldn't have done before, but kind of thought, well, I've got through like the worst, so what's the worst that can happen, you know? In episode nine, I spoke to Anna Louise Haig, the face whisperer. Face reading is the original um, traditional Chinese way of interpreting the facial features in correlation to what they are or have become known to represent from the body's functioning, from your mindset and so on. So it's not about uh, expressions and it's not about, it's, even though it's called weeding, it's not about predicting the future in any way. And finally, episode 10, my good friend and colleague Julie Phillips interviews me on solo travel, where I bust some myths and share some top tips. I love it for a number of different reasons. One is you definitely get to discover things about yourself in terms of your resilience and your independence and what you love. You get to find that I... I love to meet people and I love to experience new things. And I find that if you go on holiday with other people, you tend to spend time with those people. And I'm going to come onto that a little bit more in my my myths and my top tips. But I find if I go on my own, I'm more likely to put myself out there and try new things because that's how you get to meet people. So there we have it. Series one complete. I've thoroughly enjoyed it and can't wait to bring you series two of Love Life live well.